Welcome to the Calm Collective Podcast. I'm Cassandra. I'm a writer and an advocate on going inward to gain personal growth so that we can achieve a state of mindfulness and total self-awareness. This is a space dedicated to celebrating life in all of its forms, the good, the bad, and all of those imperfect moments in between that make up the human experience. You're not in this alone, and I'm here to remind you that each episode as we dive deep into the raw and the real. Are you ready? Here we go. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Calm Collective Podcast. I am super excited and inspired to talk to you guys about something that's been on my mind for the past week or so. Recently, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Earn Your Happy with Lori Harder. She had a guest on there named Scott Stable, and it was just a total light bulb moment when they were talking about the frustration of um, the, the pressure that we all have to just wake up and decide to be X, whether that's happy, productive, energized, what have you. And I've personally always struggled with this, um, with that concept of just waking up and choosing to be happy. Frankly, it's a lot easier said than done, and I'm sure so many of you can relate with me on that. Um, And so much so, I started to question myself and wonder if there was something wrong with me. Why was it so difficult for me to just decide to be happy? It seemed seemed as though everyone else, at least on the internet, was doing this very thing every single day. Or, um, you know, you... You see people on the street and they just look like they're just moving through life so effortlessly. And um, I think I think there's something behind that. I think we're missing the point that there is work and effort being put into making that choice. Um, I mean, you can't scroll through Pinterest without seeing the words, if you want to be happy, be, or just choose happy. And of course, that's what we all want, a life of euphoric happiness and positivity. And I can't think of a single soul who would rather live in misery or in their own cloud of negativity. But so it wasn't until I listened to that podcast when he said, you have to choose the action that leads to the emotion. And there it was, the all too obvious answer to my struggle. And how had I overlooked that? Of course, you can't just wake up and decide to be happy like anything. It takes work and it takes effort. Happiness isn't a choice, it's a condition, and conditions are based on actions. So let's say that you're struggling with some mental health issues and yours is a little bit more severe. I mean, the fact that you're being told to wake up and just choose to be happy has to be a little bit infuriating. You have to put in the work and put in the effort to, to tackle that, to find the therapist that works right for you, to find the medication that works right for you, the acupuncturist that works right for you, the exercise that works right for you. You have to choose the right action that aligns with your soul and with your mind and with your body to be able to make that choice. So what does that look like for me then? Um, Let's go by category, I suppose. So happiness for me, first thing in the morning, the actions that I take to make sure that I'm choosing happiness would be to start my morning off really slow. I always just turn over and embrace and immerse myself in Chris. He's warm, he's cuddly, I love him, and that is just such a sense of comfort and truly my favorite way to start the day. We just talk a little bit, we rest a little bit, we look out the window. It sounds really corny, but it's true. It's just so soothing and relaxing. There's no sense of 
urgency to just shoot out of bed and start our day. I love enjoying my coffee that he brings in while I'm still sleeping. I know, I'm super lucky. I love that about him. It's such a little act of love, and it's one of my favorites. I like to enjoy that super slow. I am never in a rush to down my coffee. Um, I avoid my phone at all costs. I try to go about two hours after waking up without looking at my phone. This is a really good practice for me because I can put a lot of my self-worth into what's going on in technology, um, followers, likes, the kinds of emails that I'm getting, etc. So I really, really have found that it's imperative for my ability to choose happiness and to be in a, in a place of content, I guess you could say, um, when I have a couple of hours to myself to get right with myself without any outside distractions. Another thing is um, heading downstairs for breakfast, which is usually a smoothie, and seeing a clean kitchen because I put in the effort the night before. Okay, and so then what does it look like if I want to choose productivity? That for me would be an organized home and an organized workspace, a written out to-do list using the Calm Collective memo pads, which are so helpful for me. And having breaks scheduled throughout my day, um, I always add time for rest or recovery, if you will, when I make out a to-do list. Um, I think that's a really good tip for anyone who kind of maybe forgets to eat lunch or forgets to step outside or forgets to just make some tea and actually enjoy that tea without putting in any work. Um, Scheduling in breaks as a to-do list item is super, super, super helpful. If I want to choose health and wellness, making your bed first thing in the morning is always so therapeutic for me and just makes me feel mentally sharp um, and ready to go. Planning out your meals, I'm not a huge meal prep person, but just having kind of a flow in your fridge. So an organized fridge is huge. It makes such a difference when you um, are either on the go or if you work from home and you snack throughout the day like me, Um, just having some sort of a guideline for healthy snacks and meals, starting the day with water and a good breakfast as opposed to grabbing a protein bar just because it's easy. I have been so guilty of that and I never end up feeling all that good. I feel like I just ate something processed first thing and that never, never sits well. So my favorite subject, what about if I want to choose calm? This for me includes taking a bath with any kind of oils, but usually lavender oil or lavender bath salts, listening to calming music, whether that's, I don't know, a peaceful piano playlist on Spotify, or some jazz music or Ray LaMontagne, something along that lines. Lighting candles throughout your house. I almost always have at least one candle burning. They're so soothing to me, and they, for me, are a visual reminder to just slow down and kind of enjoy the process. Acting in some self-care, so for my ladies who are listening, being able to do a face mask while you're working or answering emails or cleaning up your house, that time for you. And for those of you who work in corporate, there are still things that you can do as well while sitting at your desk, even if it means cuticle oil, massaging that into your cuticles, or um, a really nice hand lotion and taking the time to sort of just massage your hands that you probably use all day long or using your lunch break to just go outside and stretch your muscles. You have to sit almost all day. So it's super imperative that you take that time to just 
move your body and stretch it out or massage it where you can. And when you're kind of going in line with uh, the productivity category, but what if you want to wake up and you want to choose to feel energized? Some of the actions that I would take is taking a bath with peppermint salts, which wake you up instantly. It's kind of strong, but it works. Playing some uplifting music instead of maybe some calming music. Open your blinds and depending on the weather, the windows to let some fresh air in. Instant wake up and energizing method. Getting dressed. Um, I know that might sound silly, but for my fellow people who work from home, you totally understand. Sometimes just getting dressed and getting ready is all you really need to feel energized and good to go. And listening to your favorite podcast, putting on a podcast of someone who is super uplifting and inspiring and funny. One of my favorite funny podcasts is Forever 35. It's just two women who just shoot the shit all about beauty and lifestyle and it is just so funny and sometimes that kind of gets me going um, when I'm preparing for my day and it just adds some humor to my aura and um, I don't know, I find that really helpful. So those are just some ideas for me that work for me when I want to choose those certain um, emotions. But I think the thing here to remember is that you can't just wake up and decide. You have to you have to decide which actions you're going to take that will lead to these emotions. So let's let go of the myth that it's as easy as just deciding. You can decide the action, but you can't just decide to feel the emotion. It just doesn't work that way. Take relationships, for example. You can't just decide you're going to love someone, right? You have to put in the action to get to know that person, to get to know them super well, to spend time with them, to ask them the right questions. All of these things are actions leading to the emotion of love. I would be so curious to hear your guys' input on this subject. So if you would like to share, please feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram at thecalmcollective underscore. You can also shoot me an email, hello at thecalmcollective.com. I would also love to hear if there are any subjects that you guys would like for me to cover on this podcast. I'm always going to be taking suggestions and I'm super open to your guys' thoughts and opinions. So again, you can email me those options and suggestions at hello at thecalmcollective.com. Lastly, if you feel so inclined, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a quick, honest review with a five-star rating. It really helps with visibility and to hopefully have the podcast land into the laps of those looking to live a more slow and mindful life. Thank you so much and I'll see you back here soon.